Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Hey, all you crazy cool families. Um, Suzanne here, and I am si- excited to share my one of my very dear friends, Samantha Simmons, with us. She's actually more than a friend, beyond a friend. She's our social media expert for crazy cool family. And people tell me all the time, oh, Suzanne, your, your uh, little posts are so amazing. They're so good. And I'm like, yeah, I can take no credit for that. No credit. It's all <laughs> Sam. And so Sam has done an amazing thing with her life journey, her motherhood, being a wife, um, being an abundant woman. And I just want to share with you today what she's done in, in hopes of encouraging you, empowering and equipping you mamas out there to do what God's calling you to do, not put it on the back burner, or using the excuse of being a wife and being a mom. All right. So Sam, tell us about you. Yes. Hi, friend. Thank you. Um, yes. So I am Sam. I, I am Sam. I am a wife. <laughs> <laughs> to Matt of like, I think 14 years and together we have four kids, um, 11, nine, seven, and five. Um, I am homeschooling them for the past two or three years. That's an entirely different episode. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> and then I have adventure anyway, right? Fabulous yes. Adventure. Such a fun adventure. We partner with the tutorial, so it's amazing. Um, but it just, it's one of those things that actually does, I guess it does go with the topic. It wasn't something that I had planned or thought I was doing. I didn't think I was a homeschool mom. So, but anyways, God said, do it. And I said, yes. Um, but yeah. And then I have a ministry, uh, called the abundant woman collective. And so the goal of this ministry is just to help women deepen their relationship with Jesus. Um, and it's been a passion of mine for some time. And so, uh, it's been a journey to get here and to, to have this thing and now it's an actual thing. And so it's a really cool, fun story. Okay. Well, so this actual thing that you're telling us about, tell us about it. Like, well, first of all, how did you even, like, how did you even get into social media? Like, I don't even, I don't remember how we found you, but what is it that you, that you did what you're doing for us, for a bunch of people, but then that, that evolved into something bigger and better, Right. Yes. So Cliff Notes version is, uh, I am a pastor's kid. I grew up in the church. I'm a huge, huge local church fan. Um, we were in the same church for a bajillion years. We planted a church in California. Um, I've done, you know, kids ministry and women's ministry basically since I was like 18. Uh, so for the past, I don't know, math, um, almost 20 years. Right. And so that has always been, obviously my heart for the Lord and passion, but I've also been bivocational. And so, um, I was in the hospital system for 10 years and I stopped the hospital system, um, because I had, my youngest son was born with seizures. And so I couldn't work 12 hour shifts and have a baby that needed me. So that is when I launched, um, my marketing business that was called 1010 social, uh, 1010 off of John 1010. Um, and so that was I moved from like hospital mindset to, okay, I have a marketing business and we're going to scale this and it's going to be amazing. And it was for like over five years. Um, 
I did social media marketing for clients and I grew it to a successful agency. I employed seven women. Uh, I loved it. I loved mentoring the women and teaching them like how to do their own businesses. And so it was super fun and it was hard and struggling and all of that, but it was also what I thought, like what I felt like I was supposed to do to help make money for my family. Um, because living in California, you definitely need two incomes. And so, um, so I did that until I started getting the stirring of like, man, there's something else, like j- literally like a stirring in my heart. And I would call it the Jesus thing. Like it didn't have a name. It was just There's something else I'm supposed to do beyond the four walls of my church and beyond this social media agency, uh, that I need to do for the Lord. And so I didn't know what it was, but I was also like, okay, God, I think this is what Sam thought that I'm supposed to scale this agency. And then at some point when it's super successful, I'll take a step back and then pursue the Jesus thing. (laughs) Isn't that like a beautiful story? That is not what he had in mind. And so he uh, had called me to surrender the marketing agency. Um, basically, well, rewind one step. We decided uh, 2021, nope, the end of 2020, that we felt led to move out of California, which that in itself is an entire surrender story because I grew up in the same community. Like we were, we had a church plant, we had politics, we were invested in community. I had a networking group, right? Like we were ingrained there. And the Lord had um, pressed upon our hearts, like, Hey, you are responsible for raising your kids and for doing what you need to do to make sure your kids are, you know, living their fullest life in Christ. And so some of that sort of, um, helped us to make a decision where we moved across country along with like everyone else and their mom to Nashville. (laughs) And so we now live outside of Nashville, but when we moved here, it was such a leap of faith that I had the agency my husband did not have a job for six months and he was, you know, the main breadwinner and insurance person and all that. Um, and so the agency helped sustain us while we were here. And so it just grew bigger. And then at some point my husband did get a job. And so that was actually a really sweet season for him to be a stay at home dad. Um, highly recommend for dads to take that season because he loves me so much more now. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. But um, so it was shortly after that, shortly after we had moved here, I started getting the stirring. Um, I ended up saying yes to a retreat where I didn't know anyone but Jen. Um, and so I just decided, you know what, I need to put 1010 out of my mind for a weekend and really pursue and figure out what is this Jesus thing that the Lord has for me. And so that weekend, I didn't think about business at all. And I was just very intentional about seeking his face. Like, what is this thing? And it was that weekend that he gave me the name, the abundant woman collective. It wasn't taken. There was no trademarks, like all the things that should have not happened, you know, like it's, that's a great name. I think it's a great name. I love it. And so we'll tell break down the name for a second, the abundant woman collective. Yes. Yes. And so I love it. This is not my idea guys, but, um, the abundant woman's, which I also, um, I'm a little bit feisty. And so the world has taken over abundance to mean like manifesting and money and cars and things. And I was like, no, ma'am, that is actually not what abundance means. And so I am taking it back for the kingdom and, and, um, the abundant woman collective, the collective is my favorite part because it's not just about Sam. Uh, I have a podcast, which we'll talk about later, but I invite women to come in and share their stories, share their testimonies, teach, you know, um, I believe that we are all collectively a part of the kingdom of God. And so we all have 
different stories and things that he's done in our life that can spur other women on to Christ. And so it was all him. He gave me the name. I said, yes. Uh, I went home from that retreat and I struggled a little bit, honestly, uh, if we're being fully transparent with, okay, what do I do? Like I employ women. How am I supposed to like let go of these women and say no to a business that like, I worked really hard on growing. Like this doesn't, it didn't make sense in my head. Right. Because it was also income. And so uh, I had a conversation with a friend and she bless her heart, like laid, laid it down flat for me. And she's like, Hey, what makes you think if the Lord is calling you to something different, what makes you think he's not calling the women that you employ to something different? Like if he has better for you then he has better for them. And I was like, Oh shoot, God, I'm so sorry. And so the next day I let them all go. <laughs> and I started the process of, um, dissolving the business and crazy cool family. It just came with me to the abundant woman collective. <laughs> and, we, um, we tend to do that. We tend we, to just cling. No, don't let us go. No, I was like, I need, I still need them. I love them. Their mission is my heart. And so, so yes, so we just transferred um, them, but uh, then, so the abundant woman collective, we're actually hitting a year next month, which I just realized today or this month, October. Um, and so it started as just an Instagram where I was just sharing like faith things and I didn't know what else to do. And then the Lord said, Hey, start a podcast. And I was like, Jesus, I don't even listen to podcasts other than crazy <laughs> family. Like I'm not like your podcast is literally the only one I was listening to at the time. I was like, I don't even know how to do this. Like, what do we do? Um, and so he said, do it anyway. So we did. Uh, and then now it's a community and a membership. So yeah, that is sort of the overall, the overview of like how it came to be. And now she's almost a year old. <laughs> almost a year old. Isn't it crazy how with like, um, like with crazy cool family, we're what seven, five to seven, depending on when you put our start date, if it's where, if it's when the book was created or when the podcast or when the you know videos were, but five, between a five and seven year old, and it feels like that's what it is. It's a five to seven year old. It's got the, you know, developmental, you know, skills of a five to seven year old. And so you've got this abundant woman collective and it's one years old. It's toddling around. It's not an infant. It's not laying there anymore. It's got some traction, but it's She's not, not walking yet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. I love that. Well, so what is it? So when you say collective, I love that part too. I love it that you collect. So how do you find your people? Like, do I think I have any crazy cool um, moms out there that are listening that need to connect with you? And well, like, what yeah. is it, what is it you want from them for your yeah. collective? So here's the deal. I, Jesus loves me, but sometimes I'm that child um, who I was like, can I just speak to moms? Because like, I'm a mom. I feel like I could speak to moms. Can I just speak to business owners? I feel like I ran a business. I could, you know what I mean? And so I tried very much to be like, Lord, can I, can we niche it down? Right. In business, everyone tells you to niche down to the one audience. And he just kept saying no, because the abundance isn't for just moms or just business or just this person in college or this grandma it's for everyone. And so I was like, okay, well that feels really big and heavy. So instead we simplified it and said, Hey, the abundant woman collective is for women who want to deepen their relationship with Jesus. And so maybe that looks like they want community. Maybe that looks like they're tired of religion and checklist and they want intimacy with their father. Maybe it looks like they want to dive into um, learning how to pray or how to read the Bible or um, how to practically deepen their faith. Right. And so, or maybe it's just, they don't want to be alone. They're tired of doing the thing 
life alone, or they feel like they're the only ones who believe this, this, and this. And chances are you are not the only one. <laughs> and there are lots Definitely of us out there. Not. Definitely. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's really that, that is like the, the general statement now is just women who want to deepen their relationship with Jesus, not women who are just, I'm good status quo. No, we want like hungry women. Like you're ready for more, you know, there's more because abundance is more in Christ. And so you are ready to do what it takes to get that. And that looks like surrender and different things that we teach you and walk with you through. So that narrows it down a little bit. Yes. No, that's good. That's good. And so if one of my moms were to connect with you, they would join your community Mm -hmm. and then you guys would journey together. Yeah. So I hang out on Instagram, probably too much. Don't tell anyone. Um, but so they can message me there and hang out with me there. They can also listen to the podcast. And then, yes, we have a free community, um, which is where we do some of like some trainings and we'll talk about podcasts and stuff in there. And then we have a membership, which is just $17 a month and they just go a little bit deeper. So there's more trainings, more hands-on, more access to like me and other guest speakers. Um, but depending on where they are in their journey, they can connect with me any, you know, any which way, wherever they're hanging out, basically. Okay. I love that. So did you hear that crazy cool moms? There is a way I know that I know that we all have a cry to go deeper with Jesus. I know that I know we do. Um, a lot of the times I think the noise of our world gets in the way of that. And so I just want to create this pathway or show you this pathway that this is what Sam's got with the abundant woman collective. Um, but Sam, what I want to, before we wrap up, I want to just talk for a few more minutes. Okay. You're a mom of four children and you're homeschooling and you moved cross country and you started a whole, I mean, and you created a whole new, um, community and you're teaching at your kids co-op that you're, I mean, I mean, and the list go and, and you make bread. I mean, I I mean, you know, all the things you are the true Proverbs 31 woman. Which is very intimidating to what, 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 let's just say the average mom, you know, mm-hmm. let's say I'm the average mom. Um, wh- how do you do it? Like, how do you, how do you, how do you say yes to the call? Because I believe that we all have a call in our, we all have a call within motherhood to, to be mothers within our, you know, marriage to be the the most amazing, loving, incredible, you know, supportive wife that we can be in our jobs if we're working in whatever that is, but to create something new and to do something new. Ah, talk to us and tell you, I just am odd. I'm odd. I'm odd. I ought to be, be completely honest. I mean, people are like, Suzanne, I can't believe you had seven kids. But yeah. I think all the time, I can't believe anybody does anything else, but whatever run a house, be a mom, be a wife, be a, you know, grocery shop, you know I mean? And so how do you, how, 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 how? Well, it's funny because like, I get that a lot because if you look at my life on paper, it does, it's like this, this, and this, this, and all the things, but yeah. Yeah. But okay. There's okay. Two things with that. One is I believe we each hold different capacities. Right. And so We'll talk about calling in a second, but like my capacity for things, I've always been a busy body, which has not always been a good thing. Right. And so like growing up, uh, my family was busy. My family is amazing. My brother played competitive baseball and high school baseball. I did competitive cheerleading and softball. We all did a lot of things. So honestly, I think part of that is, is good and bad. Um, and it was ingrained in me to just be busy, uh, 
my whole life, I've always been busy. Right. And so as a grown up and a adult, and then as a mother, I had to decide what busy meant for me, what my capacity was. Um, and then I also had to learn probably later than I should have that, um, how do I say this? We'll just, we'll just say, honestly. So like some, one of the things that I somehow the identity that I adopted, like a thread of my identity was that I sort of adopted a good works mentality. So if I'm a, if I'm busy, if I'm doing all of these things, if I'm, um, doing this one, my sinful nature is to strive, like instead of abiding, the opposite of abiding is striving. And so, I would for a really long time, just pick up different things to do because it made me feel accomplished. It made me feel like a better wife, mom, business owner, or whatever, because my resume was really big. And that is not, (laughs) that is not the nature of God. That is not the call he has for us. Right. And so I had to really press in to adopt and abide, which means like to rest, to be with him, to gain my identity from him. And so the things that I do now, even I love that you ended with like, you even make bread. (laughs) um I there's uh I don't hold on wheat bread people I'm not not talking about like buy buy a box at the store and add water I'm talking grind the wheat add I was a little late on the sourdough thing okay it was a COVID thing that I just adopted (laughs) later in life and now I can't go back so but they they're all things that um I hold everything loosely here's the deal my life I like to think that it is fully surrendered it's probably not hundred percent. Cause I'm not in heaven, right. There's still things that I cling on to, but it's a surrendered life. And so what that means for me is I hold on to things loosely. Like I did the abundant woman collective because he told me to, I pulled my kids from public school to homeschool, not because I planned it like at all, but because he told me to, um, I teach kindergarten now because there was a gap missing with my income with the 10, 10 closing down. And he provided such an ordained opportunity to teach 17 little five-year-olds and it's the best thing ever, but he told me to, right. And so it's not something that where previously in my life, I probably would have added to my resume and been busy because busy means I'm good and I'm productive and I'm like, whatever, right now it's, I hold on to everything loosely and what does he have for me in the season? And so right now it does look a little cray cray because I do have a ministry. I am teaching, I am this, but they're all things that he's called me to. This isn't something Sam starting on her own because she wants to be the center of attention. That's definitely not it. I'd rather be at home, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, yeah, so that's one, I think that's one differential thing. I do firmly believe we were talking about, we are all called to something, right? And so my calling might look a little different in this season or forever than yours, but that doesn't mean that you're not called to something, whether it is to homeschool your kids, which hi, everyone should be homeschooling, but that's okay. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding moms. Um, No, but like whatever it is, right. There's a Susan. I were talking about, like, there's this stirring in our hearts that that he is calling us to something and it could be starting a Bible study in your home and everyone brings their kids to your home and it's chaos, but it's beautiful. It could be making a meal because someone down the street passed away. It could be like whatever it could be making sourdough bread. I don't know, like knitting, whatever it is that he has placed in you because he is calling you to it. And I think so many times, like my, if you were to talk about like Sam's resume for having a ministry, it's like 
not great. The, the resume is I'm doing it because God has called me to it. That is my resume. Yes. I've preached and I've taught and I've done the things and I've done the work. Um, but it's because he has called me and qualified me. Right. And so the same thing is for you that God has qualified you and he has called you. And this is so cliche and I hate that it's cliche, but it's absolutely true that if he's called you to something, he will equip you for it. So it's actually not about us. It's not about, um, you know, Sam or our, our persons, it's about the kingdom and being obedient to what he is asking of us. Uh, (laughs) That was a lot. You know what that, uh, say that again, it's about the kingdom and what he is asking of us. Mm -hmm. It's about the kingdom and what he is asking of us. And so line your capacity up. I love that. Hone in on your calling and then basically line it up with, it's about the kingdom. What's he asking? And then, and then I love the, and you said it over and over and over again. It's the surrendered life. You just kept saying, I just said, yes, God said this. And I said, yes. And God said this. And I said this. So it's not, it's not scary. It's not mysterious. It's not, I mean, I guess it could be somewhat unknown until you press in, but I just felt like that God's always there saying this for this child and this for this time and this for this relationship. And when we stop and pay attention, then it's laid out for us. And all we have to do is say yes, or maybe, you know, out of disobedience, say no. I mean, and, you know, see what the consequences are that with, you know, what, what, what falls with that, but that's not even something to be scared of. That's just something to realize, okay, you're missing what God has for you. And so, you know, as mamas that are, that are overwhelmed and caught up with the, all the things in life right now, I just want to encourage you that God is calling you to something. It might not be right now. It might be unfolding, but Sam and I give you full permission, right? To press in, to press into that and see what it is that, that you're being called to do. And what are you going to do with that call? I feel like here, like, here's the deal. Our only job, if you will, as women of God is to fall more in love with Christ every single day. And so So what that looks like is spending time with him, like just like your human relationships, right? Y'all have probably heard this, but like pressing into him. And so even if like he has called you to write a book, for example, that might be a few years down the road, but in order to do the work, that means pressing into him now to hear him, to learn his voice, to, you know what I mean? So like, the calling could be for now. It could be when your kids are in school. It, it could be, but there's still things to be doing now. And the only thing that is, is pressing into him and like loving him more because through that, our identity will come from him. Our discerning listening ear will be fine tuned to the spirit. Our, um, our motherhood will be abundant, not saying it won't be stressful because diapers stink and all the things, <laughs> but like it'll, we'll be coming out of a place of rest with the Lord to feed our children to the overflow will be because we've already had presence with the Lord. Right. And so our overflow of our lives comes where our, maybe we're better, we're better mother. Not maybe we are better mothers. We are better wives. We are better people period when our identity and our, our abundance comes from him. Right. And so that just means, Hey, sister, I, you could have college kids in an empty nest. You could have a newborn on the boob right now, either way. (laughs) Yeah. The goal is still the same to fall in love with Jesus more every day. And that obedience muscle 
Like I didn't just all of a sudden wake up and like, Hey, let me move across country to a place where I did not have a job or my husband did not have a job. We didn't know anybody. We didn't have a church home. We had no friends or family here. Like that wasn't something I was just like, this sounds fun. If you know me, that does not actually sound fun at all. But it was because I was obedient in the small little yeses, the, Hey, pray, call this chick and pray for her. She needs you. Okay. God, sure. I didn't die after I prayed for her. I didn't melt of embarrassing, right? (laughs) Right, Talk to this person in the grocery store. Um, Make an extra loaf of bread for Susie Q. Like those small yeses tuned my obedience ears to hear from him, to trust him that he wasn't going to have me do something that was embarrassing or, or challenging. Yes. But like he had me in it. Right. And so all of those little yeses and surrenders led up to some of the bigger ones that like now you see and now are on my resume. Right. But it started with spending time in the presence of God. And it started with saying yes to all of these little things. Like we get to fall in love with Christ every day. Like we get to, we don't have to, we definitely don't, but we get to, I think that's cool. Yes, that is very cool. So um, what is, I mean, just as, as we wrap up, as we just kind of finish this little podcast, what does it look like for you and your busy life with your ministry and the business and your children and homeschooling? I mean, the list goes on and on. What is, what does spending God look like for you? Cause I know that I've got busy moms out there and they've, and they've said it again and again, when, when yeah. do I do that? When, when, when do I hang out with the Lord? If I wake up at 4am, I'm going to have a kid in bed. I mean, right there, you know, and so I don't ever get to. And so what is that? What is that reckless abandoned, per, abandoned pursuit of God look like in your day-to-day life? Yeah. I, I still have two kids that, um, hop in my bed frequently, like very frequently. Um, so I totally get it. And I feel like when I do try and intentionally wake up early, they smell me and they like magically wake up. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I do still think it is important to try our best to give God our first fruits. But also that is also because I want to spend time with him. So like I said, like the overflow of my day comes from being in his presence. However, that is not the case every single day. But here's what I, especially growing up in the church, right? Um, we say quiet time a lot and which I don't love for the record, guys. My quiet time is not quiet. I'm usually crying or praying or reading out loud or whatever, but this intentional Bible study time with the Lord, I think sometimes we think like one, we have to do it, which I want to knock that out of our vocabulary and we get to do it. Like we have full access to the Holy spirit and to God and his presence, right? We get to do it. But then I think it, um, we sometimes have this, uh, like stereotype that it has to be for 30 minutes every morning. And then like, that's it until the next day. And, and so be, I have to read my Bible for yes. this amount of time. And I have to pray for this amount of time and mm-hmm. journal for this amount of time. And it's like, yeah, yes. I just picture God up there just going, stop. Don't. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> stop it. You're yes, killing and then it yourself. Has to be- isn't any fun for me? Is it fun? No, for you? no, no. I don't need to just watch you. Like if, And then we add like, oh, it needs to be like Instagram worthy. Like I need to get this holy revelation every time I open my Bible, which don't get me wrong. The word is alive. It's active. It's speaking. But every time I open the Bible. And you to spend time the next morning. It's that authentic, real revelation because God, it's there for you. He's got Mm -hmm. it for you. And that's what makes you want to get up the next morning because he's there to meet with you. It's not that, that, um the outer motivations of whatever you can post on social media or, or whoever. Yeah. Yes. Or the 30 minutes or it has to, I don't journal you guys. I'm sorry. I know that's like anti 
Christian. I'm just kidding, but I don't journal. I don't, there's some things that just don't work for my life. And so if we, if our intent is to meet with the father and to meet with the father through his word, like, please read the word of God. Hear me when I say that I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying do it, but it doesn't need to be a 30 minute timer thing, a 10 minute timer thing. It doesn't need, it does need to be a discipline, right? Discipline is something we work towards, but also when I close my Bible, I have a Holy spirit living inside of me. Right. And so he is still with me. So I'm praising, worshiping, doing the dishes. I'm reading out loud later in the day. I'm praying in the car when an ambulance drives by. I'm the it's, if, if we're thinking relationship over religion, then my quiet time is not just 30 minutes. And then I'm like, peace out, Jesus. So great to talk to you. I'll see you again see you tomorrow. tomorrow morning. Yes. <laughs> like it is, he is with maybe, me. maybe if I remember <laughs> and if I can wake if, up on time and my kids don't bother me. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. Yes. So there's two like things that I just, I think are so important for us moms in this crazy busy stage is one, we're focused on a relationship, right? Our goal is to love him more every day. And so that means, yes, I want to be in the word of God, but if it's for five minutes or 30 minutes, or if I'm reading it or listening to it while I'm nursing, like it can look either which way, do not let the world or our church culture or whatever, tell you what your Bible study time should look like. You get to take that and adapt it to your life. And so Yes, spend time in the word, but also you can pray throughout the day, pray without ceasing, right? We can worship and spend time in his presence that way. We can also, a second thing is that it has to be dark and quiet and there's a candle and it's pretty and it's whatever. And my pretty Bible highlights, don't get me wrong. If this is you, I'm yeah. not knocking on it. Praise Jesus. Yay you. <laughs> yay you. I'm also giving permission. I feel like for the women who are like, this is not me. And so instead of being like, Ugh, I can't do it. So I don't want to do it at all. Nope. We still want to spend time with the father. And so uh, my Bible study time is not on my phone. Like I've made a practice. It's not on my phone because you can't tell if I'm on Facebook or if I'm on my Bible app, it is a physical Bible that you can get at the dollar store now. And I'm sitting in a chair in my living room. And so if my kids come and they interrupt me, they can sit on my lap. My older ones can grab a book or grab their own Bible and read next to me. Right? Like it's not also not exclusive. So because we're busy moms and we have crazy lives and our seasons are just full to capacity, I'm inviting those that are in my life with me. So Beautiful. it's, you know, it's, and sometimes like, don't get it wrong. Sometimes it's not also this beautiful picture of like my five-year-old is such a sweet little boy and he wants to cuddle. And then we read together. Sometimes he's like, let's go outside. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. Yes. Right. <laughs> but it's like, it's, it's also telling other people the expectations. Okay, baby, in five minutes, I will make you breakfast, but mommy's going to finish reading and spending time with Jesus. And you can sit here, you can play Legos at my feet. You can do whatever. Here's your own Bible. You know what I mean? Like inviting them into it because that's also life. Like, and you want to be examples for your children, but this is how you're also example is even in the hard, the messy, the busy seasons, I'm still making Jesus my priority. And so inviting your children into that is also okay. And is also beautiful. There's also times where I'm like, I want to study. Like I want to write things down. I want to teach. And so I have to get prepared for this and I'm hungry for this. And that maybe looks alone. And that usually honestly is after my kids go to bed and I'm like, Hey babe, let's have a conversation. And then I got like 30 minutes of Bible and then we'll come back, you know, but it just, it looks different from each of you, but give yourself a permission to customize it to your life and to your motherhood and to the season of life that you are in, as long as being a relationship and spending time with Jesus is like priority. It doesn't need to look or be a certain way. 
Yeah, I love that. As you were talking, I was just thinking, you know, God's created us all so differently. You've got your internal and external processor. You've got your, you know, extrovert, introvert. I mean, you've got that. And that all is going to play into your relationship Mm -hmm. with Jesus. And so the internal introvert is going to have the quiet time, but the external extrovert is not. It's going to look different. And so just know yourself and know that God created you to be that way. And so he wants you to relate to him how he created you. And so once again, we give you permission to pursue God. I just love that. I love you just said it over and over. Focus on your relationship with Jesus. That's what it is. That's our only job as a mom is to fall in love with God. That I means to fa- fall in love with Jesus. That's that's it. And so I just want to leave all you crazy cool um, parents out there with that. But that's our goal is to fall in love with Jesus. That's what, what, what are we going to do? What are we going to do to fall in love with Jesus? That's going to be best for us. Okay. So now we're really going to wrap up. How do we connect <laughs> with you? How do my people, how do my people get together with your people? And then our people can, you know, hang out together. Party. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Um, yeah. So all of my like social media things are at abundant woman co the website is theabundantwoman.co. Um, on the website, you'll find links to the podcast. Uh, you can find wherever you listen to podcasts, wherever you listen to Crazy Cool Family Podcasts, just subscribe to The Abundant Woman Next and listen because they come out the same day too. <laughs> so you can listen to Crazy Cool Family Perfect. and then The Abundant Woman. <laughs> but um, yes, all things uh, Abundant Woman Co. You can find me. Please say hi. Send me a message. I love talking with people from the podcast as Don and Suze love that too. And so it's super fun to actually be like, oh, Y'all are there. You're connecting. You hear it. So feel free to say hi. (laughs) I love that. I love that. All right. Well, thank you very much. You are a blessing and and wise, wise beyond your years for sure. And I know that it's because you've just spent hours and hours and hours, days and months and years of your life face-to-face with Jesus. And so with that, anybody that interacts with you, gets to experience that it gets to experience what you've learned from jesus face to face and it's beautiful thank you very much all right for all you families we're going to close out i think i say go be crazy crazycoolfamily.com 